0: What's up, peeps? I'm Matt. And I'm Mike. And we are the Pink Gold Peeps 2 Twenty Somethings who love talking video games and Nintendo and all that jazz.
1: Uh, actually, we are the Pink Gold Peeps feed, uh, as of right now. Yeah, we gotta we um <laughs> we are officially on iTunes, as Woo! you may and or may not have noticed,
0: but um there was a little blunder in trying to get it onto iTunes, where I it asked me to enter the RSS feed name, or the custom feed name, and because it was feed name, not like podcast name, I write, all right, Pink Gold Peeps Feed. And then it went up there, and it says Pink Gold Peeps
1: Feed as our title, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, Matt hmm. texts me at work, and he's like, can you fix this? And I go on, and I'm like, hmm, I don't think I can. <laughs> yeah, so we're, uh, we're going to fix that little accident. But anyway, <laughs> other than that, Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I've been running around uh, a little. My, my quiet summer is starting to come to an end. We're starting to get crazy again. Um, but I will say this. Um, today, I was in the city, and I caught two Registeel today. Congratulations. I'm very proud of myself. You can catch like a Registeel literally every day. I mean, since it came out, it came out a week ago, right? About. About. And I have four Registeel. So, I've been doing at least one every other day. It's just, here's the thing. I can't, like, go out of my way to go find a registry over that's what you did today. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, Not you today. said you walked a couple extra blocks. Yeah, well, a couple extra blocks. It's out of your way, though. Um, but I'm going from... Well, hmm, without disclosing where I am in the city, um, because where I'm going is to the south. Just southwest. say the amount of blocks. Yeah, I mean, I walk... Like a. a 1.2 miles every day to, to and from the, the the office. So I can, like, take a little bit of a side streets. Yesterday, I did take a little bit of extra time. And I did get a register deal for it. But, uh, yeah, no, I just can't, like, sometimes there's, like, a register deal in Times Square and I'm like, I... I cannot go to Times Square <laughs> as much as I really, really, really want to. Right. Well, congratulations to
0: you. Thank you. Now, that I love how how you didn't want to talk about this game, and now that you're into the game, it's, you want to talk about it so Well, bad. I'm just talking about it in so my, how's it me. going?
1: Like, you know. No, but
0: you, you. I mean, like, even
1: even in the quick news, you're like, nah. And now you're like, okay, we got to talk about it. Well, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, half of it was all your crazy conspiracy theories that I didn't want to talk about. That's not true. It, it, it's no, even when there was news, you didn't want to talk about it. That's true, but I really didn't want to talk about your, your conspiracy theories. Uh-huh.
0: Anyway, so... Uh, we, how are you doing? I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I've been doing good.
1: Okay, good. What, did you catch anything in Pokemon Go today? I mean, i think' I a little you. There you go. But, I mean... That's cool. That's good. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah. What have you been playing, Mike? So, I've been playing a couple games. Um, so, as you know from last week, I am infatuated with Captain Toad. But, I decided... So, last time we talked, I was... I completed the second, like, chapter or book or whatever, and I just played one of the Mario Odyssey levels, and actually, I put it down. I said, listen, I'm really enjoying this game, but I could easily come back to this game. It's not like a, an RPG where if I leave it for, you know, five weeks, I can't come back and be like, what the heck was I doing? Were, they, were the were the Odyssey levels all you had left? No, no, no. I still have the third, the whole third book. Oh, um, really? I did, like, the first, like, two or three levels. And then I have the Odyssey levels and any the other bonus content that you get for beating the, the other chapter right so i still have uh, i would say i'm on like the back half at least but i still have some time to go but i put that down so i can play some of the sonic mania plus and i can say now that um within this week i've beaten all the new content the uh the the dlc sonic mania plus or the physical edition it added uh two new characters ray the flying squirrel and mighty the armadillo and you can play with them in the regular mode like you could sonic tails sonic and my, my opinion on the two of them kind of goes like this. Mighty is really fun to play. Um, he's slower than Sonic, and I think probably even Knuckles, I think he's definitely the slowest character, if not tied for the slowest. But when he jumps, because he's an armadillo and he has that, like, hard shell, most tiny projectiles, like the little bullets the enemies hit, won't hurt him. And if you are in a ball and you hit spikes, he'll just, like, jump back, but you won't lose your rings, and then he has a, like, a ground pound attack where if he's in the air, he can press A and just immediately so shoot down. So it's, like, an easy mode. It's it's an easy mode when it comes to beating some of the enemies in the game. Like, I played through the when I got back in, because I hadn't played Sonic Mania in a fair amount of time. So I said, okay, this is who I'm going to start with, because I know he's a little bit easier. And it's like, as much as I don't like how much he doesn't go as fast as everybody else, he doesn't jump as high, he's really good against some of the really annoying bosses in the game. Like, I really don't like the octopus in Oil Ocean. Um on my Sonic only run, that was where I kept dying. Mm-hmm. But playing it with, with Mighty is just like a joke because you're just like hit down, hit down, hit down, hit down, hit down. Right. So as much as it was easier, I don't think it's like, oh, you're like, you know, you're making it easy. It's just kind of like if you want to play the game without playing the bosses, just just play as Mighty, because it's basically that. Gotcha. Um Ray has the ability to do like these like dive flies. Everyone's comparing it to Super Mario World. There's the there's the power-up that you get the cape. And if you know how to do the cape in Mario World on the SNES, you'll know how to do this. And if you don't, it takes a little bit of time to figure out. And by the end of my run with uh, Ray, I'd figured it out. And I was kind of like, this is sort of dumb. Like, there are certain parts where you're like, wow, this, like, breaks the level. And then there are other parts where it's like, there isn't enough space for this to happen. And if there is, I'm usually just better off just running because it's faster. So I was a little disappointed with Ray. I actually really don't like him. Um, but I beat it with him God of Chaos Emerald same with Mighty and then I played Mania mode which is the new not Mania mode Encore mode which is the new mode they added Mm -hmm. this slightly remixes the levels um, puts in new enemies in changes up a couple things in the level itself but the dynamic changes so you don't have lives you there's like you know television screens you get extra lives right it will have one of the characters in it so you start with Sonic and Mighty or right oh yeah your choice And if you hit, like, a television screen, it has Tails in it. At the bottom, it shows, you know, Sonic and Mighty, and then it will show Tails down there as well. And you do in teams of two, like, you do Sonic and Tails, but you can switch at any time, as long as you're both standing on the ground. And there are boxes that switch these characters with the characters who are, like, you know, in the wings, in that, like, bottom section. So once you have all five, it will just switch between those five. And I would say this. Okay, the bad thing... The only I only have one bad thing about it, and it's actually kind of good. Um, <laughs> they changed the location of all the Chaos Emerald warp locations, which, like, when I play Why is through, that a bad thing? It's not, but, like, here's the thing. When I played through Mania mode, like, the regular mode, um, when I played through is Ray, I got all seven Chaos Emeralds by the third zone. By the end of the third zone, I had all seven Chaos Emeralds, and there's 11 zones in the game. Right. So it's just, like, it's really fun being, you know, super whoever during the course of the game, but I couldn't do that during Mania, uh, during Encore mode. It's not bad. That's I not just, a bad thing. No, You're I was just, like, butthurt. I was a little... Oh, you know what it was? At first, I didn't even think they were in it, so I was just happy that they were in it at all. Mm-hmm. And they did remix those Get the Chaos Emerald levels, too, which is good. They're challenging, but kind of fun still. Cool. I would recommend if you... If I were to ever pick up the game again, and I didn't want to just, like, get all the Chaos Emeralds and go supersonic at the beginning of the game, I would definitely play Encore Mode because all the constant switching between the characters means that um, you get a lot more... Dynamicness, like, you know, I mean, you could play through the game as Knuckles, right? And Knuckles is fun. He climbs up the walls and he glides. But that kind of gets old after a while. So when you're playing through this, you know, I could be like, I did a lot of the time I was, um, I had Tails and Knuckles, or Mighty and Tails. Those are like my, my go-tos. Because, you know, you get all the stupid shenanigans where you can get all the extra items with Knuckles or, or Tails or get the secret areas that are, like, kind of hard to get with Sonic. And then I had Mighty to fight all the bosses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. It's it's a little bit more dangerous because like if one of your characters dies, like you run out of rings, as long as you have one of those characters in the wings, they'll just hop right in, and that's good because then you don't have to go back to a checkpoint. But if all of them die, then you're gonna easily you know die really fast because they're all gonna die the same boss sort of thing. But uh, honestly, if I, if you were to ask me, is it worth it to play the game again? I'd say yeah. If you enjoyed Sonic Mania, it's kind of more of the same. But if you like Sonic Mania, you're kind of okay with that because it's kind of more of the same to begin with. Right. As long as you're down with spending the more money. Yeah, I think it's five or ten dollars on the eShop to just get the download. Oh it is? Yeah, it's not super expensive. Yeah, and Sonic Mania plus the hard copy that I got, of course I bought the hard copy. It's it's holographic. Look, there it is. It's, it's behind the guy. Oh I see this. It's a shiny cover. Um, but it's actually only thirty dollars. So I mean, as much as I was like I mean, still... I've already bought the game, yeah. my save file transferred over and, I mean, I just, I love this game. So, I, instant buy for me. But I will say, if you like Sonic Mania, it's worth a pickup. Solid 6.5 out of 10. Okay, you're entitled to your opinion. That's fine. I know. Okay. I'm trying to not get angry today. That's my
0: thing. Oh, by the end of this, I think I'll find a way to make you angry.
1: Oh, no, you've already made me as angry. A
0: matter of fact, as a matter of fact, in my, my list for the discussion, I, I think
1: I might have found a way to make you angry. Okay. Not sure yet, but we'll find out. Well, Matt, what have you been playing? Because one of the things you've been playing, I've been playing with you. Okay, so really, I mean, I played, like,
0: I I went away to the shore this weekend, and it was, like, a a two-and-a-half-hour trip there and back, so I was playing Octopath, basically, that whole time. Nice. And then, other than that, though, I only had, like, 30 minutes to play Octopath throughout my week, so I finished, like, everyone's chapter one now. Cool. And that's it. Now that I am about, I'm almost 15 hours into the game... I have to say, I'm definitely enjoying it less. Really? Yes. Okay. I have a lot of reasons for that. But okay. uh, I mean, I still, I still very much like the game. It's still a very good game to me, but it's, it's going like slowly down. I don't, I don't think I'm gonna dislike the game ever, but yeah, you there's issues. things. I mean, Mike and I talked about it already. We don't really want to talk about the game just yet. Yeah, cause because I'm, uh... neither
1: of us are super far into the game, but and I'm only about five hours in at this point. Uh, I have four stories done of the first chapters, so. Uh, we'll get there, though. I think maybe next week that might be our main discussion, or the maybe. following week. is like It's it's incoming, but we both want to spend enough time with the game to say, I'm not like missing out on something.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, But other than that, um, another game that we talked about last week came out called No Reload Heroes, which Mike and I played together, and I played with one other person, which has been super fun so far. It is a dungeon crawler. It's a roguelike dungeon crawler where you get plopped into this dungeon with it's almost like enter the dungeon when you say that yeah it's very much like it where you get plopped into a dungeon and you've got like very low-powered guns and you start killing things through the floor and then you pick up more powerful guns which do all tons of crazy different things which are really kooky and funny and cool and you keep going through it and you go to more levels and you go to more floors and you get better guns and you just keep going and going and going and it's been a lot of fun it's just it's one of those endless shooters with you and your friends
1: yeah playing at co-op was a lot of fun it's it the control scheme is super simple you can play with one joy con because it's like there's the move the shoot button and then there's like a dodge that basically like you blink you know you go invisible and you show up you know whatever direction you pointed
0: right and a few few like little other things but yeah it all I mean like it plays the way it's intended to play yeah me and, and Matt. We,
1: we, we got pretty far, right? We got to, like, the sixth level? To s- floor seven. We floor got to seven. the seventh floor on our, like, second try. Yeah. Um. There's bosses every fifth, five floors, and that boss was terrifying. Well,
0: we think it's every five or so floors, because we only got to one of them.
1: Yes. But probably. He, he was terrifying.
0: He was terrifying. It was quite difficult.
1: Yeah. But it, it was a lot of fun. It was, and I feel like it would only be more fun with more people, because when Matt and I were playing, one of the problems we had in our second run is that we both found cool guns that we liked, but they were both kind of, like... Shotgun based, so they were slow, slow shots that did a lot of damage. And at, at one point, I think it was around like four, floor four, four ish. We were both using those kinds of guns, and it was like it was fine, but if one of us missed, that we'd be in a pretty screwed. tough spot. So, and
0: then we, we had those when we got to the boss, remember? Yes, so it was really funny. Just like shoot the
1: boss, take some damage, all right. Give me a minute and I'll be ready to go again. <laughs> yeah, because we like when you uh, when somebody dies, you can like revive them. When they revived at like 75% health. No, fifty. 50? Fifty? Oh. Cool. Well, fifty percent health. And at one point it was almost like easier to let one of us die and someone heal him up. Yeah, like actually, because just like we were both so low on health. Yeah, and it was just hard because of, because of uh, we were both using shotguns. It didn't really make sense to shoot him unless you were, like, at the front, right, right in front of That's
0: you. not, like, a critique of the game. This is a funny No, just about story. Crazy antics in this game, really. Yeah. It, it was a lot of fun... And I'm sh- like Mike said, I'm sure with more people this game would just be more fun. Yeah. There is only the one mode though. There's just the go through it mode. There's no fight each other mode. Yeah, which, which we were would both be- really cool. It was like I was like a little bummed about it, but I don't super care because yeah, I, like the more I think about it, the more I don't know if it would be that fun.
1: I feel like it might be fun like once or twice, and then it kind of be over. Yeah. It. So like I mean, but if that's it, then what's the point? Yeah. You have to be like run both speeds of restarting
0: to be fun. Like. I mean, if that, like, I, yeah. I, I don't know, I mean, just like the way the gameplay in that game is, I don't know if it'd be fun. Nah, I agree.
1: But it's a lot of fun. I think
0: it's, how much was it on the eShop? 10 or $15. Okay. One of the two, I don't remember. That's, that's a fair price. I remember, I remember going on the day it came out, going to buy it and going, whoa, that was cheaper than I thought it'd be. <laughs> <laughs> so, good. if if that's any indication for you. But... Sweet.
1: But Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. Uh, Next up is our Indie Spotlight, and
0: I think Mike's got
1: this first one. Yes, so uh, this isn't technically Switch news, but it will turn into Switch news. Um, On August 1st, the multiplayer update for Stardew Valley will be hitting the PC, um, which is really exciting for me. That's the multiplayer update with uh, a bit of new content, a couple new events that happen during the year, a couple things to do after you finish the main quest line in the game. And then the ability to play with multiple people on the same farm, which is a big deal for me. And they did say that they are coming to consoles at a later date. I'm curious about this to see, like, my big question is, can you do local multiplayer or does it have to be Switch-based multiplayer? It's fine either way, but, like, so, yeah, so I want to know if if I can play on one Switch or not. Right. I mean, I am, like, you can play on one computer, can't
0: you? I don't know. Well, you'll! I bet you'll know the switch answer when you know the computer answer.
1: Yeah, uh, from what I know, I don't think you can play a more than one computer, like more than one person on the same computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be bummed if it's more than one switch because I know you won't play an entire Run of Stardew Valley with me. No. And uh, my girlfriend, I probably could convince, but she needs a switch first. So mm-hmm. uh, I need to get there. <laughs> it's, it's not that I wouldn't want to
0: play a round, uh, like a whole round of. Stardew Valley with you, it's just, that's a whole round of Stardew Valley. That's
1: a lot. I mean, you didn't finish, like, finish the main quest line of Stardew Valley to begin with. year three-ish or so. You got to year three? Really? Uh, I play the game a lot. So, yeah, no, regardless, I'm excited to see how this goes. And, uh, the fact is, is even if you're playing single player, there's new single player content. And I'm excited to play with that. Eventually. (laughs) Eventually.
0: (laughs) Eventually. Um, next up, Surgeon Simulator is coming out on the Switch, which is... Perfect!
1: Doctor! Just perfect! I, Doctor! I,
0: I love this game with all of my heart. I had it on the PlayStation 4 and I played it with so many people. And it was just.
1: Dr. Matt! You remember There's the Dr. So Matt? Much, yes, I, I remember One that. night, we were, like, super tired, and, like, when you play this game on multiplayer, it's one play, like, two in the morning. Yeah, okay. it's, like, each person plays a hand, and every time, I'd be like, Dr. Matt, I need your help! And I'd just, like, stab the also, inside yeah. of the guy. And, you know,
0: I've, I've done this with a bunch of people when we're playing the game. It's, like, we're pretending the doctor that we have is, like, literally a dual personality, so he's talking to <laughs> himself, and the nurse is, like... Doctor, <laughs> doctor, you're right. <laughs>
1: doctor Matt, you need to do this. Doctor Matt,
0: but um, yeah, I I love that game. It's so much fun. I'm sure I'm sure you know about the game, who listener, because it's been out for so long and it's gotten so much press already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so look out for that on the Switch. It's perfect for the Switch. Um, I'm not sure if it has motion controls. But actually, it has to have motion controls because it has motion controls on every other system. Yeah. You, you need At the least some kind
1: of gyroscopic element. Because, yeah, on the PlayStation, you have to rotate the yeah. controller. I'd
0: be actually um, fun
1: with a Joy-Con because you could, like, like I'm doing the incision and you, like, turn it to the side. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would buy it again.
1: But if you because... haven't played it.
0: Right, no, if you haven't played it, get this game because it's amazing. But um, if you already have the game... Mike is taking a Joy-Con and demonstrating to me that Dr. Man, he's losing too much blood! Done. <laughs> anyway, yeah, if you don't have the game, I would highly recommend this game. Next up, uh, Mike, do you know about this game? Um, I know the name. And Sanctu- Salt and Sanctuary. It is a 2D action RPG. Hmm. It has been out since 2016, I want to say, on PlayStation, Xbox, computer, all that jazz, and now it's coming to the Switch. Is it good? Uh, it's, it's been good enough to get ported to every current system. I know, but, like... I hear it's very good. Okay. Next up, Banner Saga 3 came out uh, the day we are recording this. Today, for us, which is July 26, 2018. Yes. So, um, you can get
1: that, or you can wait for that sexy trilogy. Yeah, The the general consensus from what I've been reading is it's, like, it's probably the weakest of the three, but really? it's still really good. I heard it was r- I, I, I heard it was a really strong finish to the series. That's what they said. But like, if you take it separately as a single game, it's not as good as the other two. But I think that's also just the sake of listen the storyline. If you were to just play the third one on its own, the storyline is irrelevant. the The progression you have in the first two games isn't there. So if you cool. were to just play the third game on its own, I yeah, imagine.
0: you should—you shouldn't just play the
1: third game. Yeah. Um, which is why you should wait for the children if you
0: haven't been buying them one by one. Yeah. But anyway,
1: next up, I don't know what this is. Um, so on, uh, August 6th, Devolver Digital will be having Minute come to the Switch. That's M-I-N-I-T. This is a game that, um, I believe it's, it's a, it's, it's designed, it's black and white and it's like top down like the Legend of Zelda games, the original Legend of Zelda games. Um, but you've been cursed. The world's gonna end in a minute. So it's like a, it's a, it's an RPG game that you developed over time, but... Every run is only a minute long, and once the minute's over, no matter where you are, you're dead, and you start back over. That's cool. Um, Apparently, it's not a super long game, but it's apparently very, very good. Well, I mean, you have to complete the whole game in a minute. Yeah, but there's there's almost like checkpoint-based systems. Right. Where if you go to this other house and go to a bed, you'll start your minute there. Um, but even then, it's only gonna be $10, and I've heard really good things about it, and the Switch seems like the kind of place a game like this should be. Yeah, So sounds perfect for the Switch. Yeah, if it sounds even remotely interesting, take a look. It came out, uh, a few months ago, so there are reviews everywhere. Right. Take a look. Cool. Um, alright,
0: so that's it for our indie spotlights. Next up is our quick news. And the first one is a cool little tidbit which ties into
1: something a little bit that we were talking about last week. <laughs> just a little bit right oh wait well, actually well first off you want to talk about the um did you talk about the the july 22nd direct Do you want to talk about that for a sec oh yeah guys if you didn't see that july 22nd direct whoa wow that was crazy i can't believe kingdom hearts 4 is going to come to a switch exclusively next week next week before Isn't even kingdom hearts 3. um but actually
0: <laughs> there was no direct which we knew was going to happen i didn't think there was going to be one this week at all. Did you think it was going to be one this week? Um, I feel like we're on the heels of one, but I don't know when. Uh, it's going to be August. It's definitely going to be August. Yeah. Some people were like, maybe July 26th, because it's Thursday, and that's usually the hotspot day for directs. Didn't happen. Yeah. But, um, anyway. So, Mario Kart 8 randomly got an update that put in Breath of the Wild Link
1: and Link's uh, Master Cycle. Well, the Master Cycle 0. The Master Cycle is already in the game. Master Cycle Zero. That's, Excuse me. Yeah. Wow.
0: I wonder if that's why they called it the Master Cycle
1: Zero. Yeah, that's why they did. Call that's it why they it. named it the yeah. Master Cycle Zero. Um, it's that's that's the one from the DLC pack.
0: Right. It's the one from um from um um, um the Brett DLC Powell. pack. What's the name of the DLC? Uh, pack? The Champions Ballad. The Champions Ballad. <laughs> the Champions
1: Ballad is from the Champions Ballad. Yeah. But
0: um. Anyway, it looks super cool. It's got cart drift,
1: though. Yeah, I so. was going to say, did you actually play with it yet? I have not actually played with so it. So, it popped up on Twitter. I texted Matt while it was downloading on my Switch. Um, the, the the glider is the glider that Link uses in oh, the game. Oh, that's cute. Um, it's just, it's the, there's like the, you know, there's like the, the the triangle gliders that are like a little bit faster, and then there's the the back gliders that give you more control but are a little bit slower. It's one of the back gliders. Uh, The wheels, I haven't really played around with a lot. They look fine. And yeah, the Master Cycle Zero is like the bikes with cart drift, which I'm not super keen on, but it was fun riding around with Pink Gold Peach on a Master Cycle Zero. I will get used to it to be able to use a Master Cycle Zero. Yeah, it's really cool. And I'm happy it's in the game. I just, for me personally, I wish it was more like my play style, but that's because I'm whining. It's cool, though. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, the next one, though, uh, we got a release date for the Octoling Amiibos. Those are the two Octolings and then the Octopus. Um, November 9th. I'm not super excited about this. I might get these. Really? I might. Okay. Well, because I, it's like I have
0: Inkling ones. Oh, okay. So I kind of want the Octoling, Octoling ones. I'm just... And like, I know last week, I, th- I think it was last week, I was just like grumpy, annoying, mm-hmm. complaining about how Nintendo
1: doesn't do anything with Amiibo. Yes. But I want these ones. <laughs> Okay, as long as you're <laughs> so okay with that. I will I will hypocritically buy these ones. Listen, during the Splatfest, which I guess was this past weekend. Yeah, it was. Um, Inkling's won, by the way. Yes, I was on Team Inkling, and I won. But I went with my Inkling, and I, I scanned my uh, Marina amiibo in. So I was cosplaying as Marina, as an in Inkling, in the Octoling vs. Inkling Splatfest. You <laughs> jerk. Hey, it was fun. It was funny. Um, but yeah, that happened. Uh, next one. So uh, this one's actually kind of exciting. I forgot to tell you about this. Um, so in the data files, people found that there's cheat codes in Sonic Mania. Um, there were already cheat codes in Sonic Mania. Yeah, but there are like more. Oh, okay. Like you know, like new like, ones. You know how like there's like debug mode and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But these are like these are like like you. Oh, also, hold on. Guys. Oh,
0: cool. Does one make the game fun? kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding
1: I'm kidding Oh, darkness my old friend okay so how it works is on the switch you hold Y when you're on like the mania mode selection and you select no save which is like the mode that you know doesn't save your file huh um, and if you do that you'll be at level select and then there's like number based codes you could do like you know infinite continues or um, you know, you get all the Chaos animals from the start, or, you know, all the animation, all the animals that come out, all the little flickies. They're all squirrels. All of them are just squirrels. Um, it be better if they were all Knuckles. Yeah, I mean, they could, but that would be weird, just watching Knuckles fly around with Knuckles everywhere. What if, no, what if they're Ugandan Knuckles? Uh, hmm. Actually, I wouldn't put it past Sonic <laughs> Team. Um, there's also the one the one I really want to talk about is um, you know how uh, if you beat the game with all the Chaos animals, and you're playing a Sonic, there's an extra boss. Um and you fly around and use that boss. There's a code that makes you be able to do that, but in just any level. <laughs> oh my god! So uh, that's it's just really cool and it's like very much fitting with this. Like it's a '90s game with cheat codes in that's it. Cute. It's cute. Uh, that's it for that. Uh, next one I want to talk about if you're if you're really into if you're one of those hardcore Smash Brothers players, but you don't want to buy one of those goof, uh, goofy looking things you had to plug into your Wii U to use GameCube controllers. Uh, Hori, the company that makes all, like, the like, the third-party but not really uh, controllers for Nintendo, is making GameCube controllers for $30. And they're wired, and they're themed after Mario, Pikachu, and Link. Um, I think they're USB. I might be wrong on that. Don't quote me. But uh, it's kind of exciting. Like, I, I won't buy them, but it's cool. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's cute. There's a game, isn't there? Hmm? There's a game
0: for Hori, isn't there? Oh, the drum. The horny that's, ty- that's Tyco. That's Tyco. I'm just confusing the... Anyway, never mind. <laughs> Matt,
1: you are on a roll today. I just I want yeah, to say really. I just can't talk today. I can't think today. Today's a bad day for me. Well, Yeah, we're, we're just like... We're just like... Leon, like, last week we were, like, slightly off in a funny way because it was really late. Today we're just kind of off in a weird way, so yeah, you gotta we bear with see us. Yeah, easy doctor, but anyway. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, that's cool. I don't like GameCube controllers. Yeah. Unpopular opinions. I mean, I think I I like the GameCube controller, but I don't care enough. Like, I like like the Pro Controller a lot, so I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. Plus, I own three of them, so I really don't have any excuse to buy a Hori controller. I I was talking... Okay,
0: so before I begin the story, one of our friends still thinks that the best way to play Super Smash Bros. is to use a a Wiimote and Nunchuck. You know who I'm talking about. He lives with you. Really? You didn't know that about well, him? I gotta text him. You continue. He thinks that's the best Are way... Are you kidding me? ...to play. And so, I was pre-ordering Super Smash in GameStop, and I was standing there, and I was talking to the guy, and he's like, you want a you wanna GameCube controller? And I was like, nah, I actually don't like the GameCube controller. He's like, really? And I was like, yeah, it was, I don't know, it's just not the way I like to play Smash. And I was like, I used a game pad for, for Smash 4, and I, I figured out how to get good with that. And he was like, wow. And he was like, that's an unpopular opinion, but whatever. And I was like, you want to hear a really unpopular opinion? My friend likes to use the Wiimote and nunchuck. And he stopped whenever he was
1: doing it on the computer. And he laughed for like 30 seconds. He was like, does he win? And I was like, nope. No. <laughs> That's funny. though For me, this we're actually both really weird because you like the the game pad for your controller choice, and my controller choice is the Nintendo 3DS. It's I, I don't know. I think I just got used to the game pad, and that's why I did it. Yeah, for me, it was when I got Smash on the 3DS. I didn't own a Wii U, so that was all I played yeah, it on. I don't
0: see. I don't see Nintendo bringing over game pads to the Switch, so I can use one of those for Smash no,
1: Ultimate. No, I, I don't imagine. Um, I wouldn't <laughs> honestly, though. You know, what I wouldn't be surprised about if they did 3DS functionality, but I doubt it. I doubt it, but I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Uh you yeah, know that would be interesting
1: yeah i, I don't think
0: they will but i don't I, think I so either um uh, uh, anyway now that we've spent too long on this yeah the blob 2 is coming out august 28th everyone's most anticipated game of 2018
1: well uh De blob 2 already came out it was, yes it did i'm just um, making a joke. yeah i was almost i almost picked up De blob 1 the other day really? yeah it looked really cute i remember when it came out on the wii and i was like that looks cute i'm curious i, I want to read the reviews on how De blob 2 did and like maybe i pick it up the issue is, is De blob 1 is Thirty dollars on the Switch, and I'm like, as much as I'm interested, this is a what a ten year old game? Yeah, but that's pretty. I mean, like they sell ten year old games for sixty dollars. I know, but I don't know anything about this game. It's not like you know, like when, if you told me, listen, you want to buy Super Mario Galaxy for for thirty dollars, I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. But I have no, I have no retroactive attachment. Wait, to this but game. you could play Super Mario Galaxy whenever you want. No, I could, and that's what I'm saying. But like, I I could just go buy a copy of De Blob on Nintendo the Nintendo Wii for logic like twenty is bucks. Just... <laughs> I'm saying... Interesting to me. <laughs> I, no, I'm saying it's a lot of money for a game that I could buy cheaper on an old system. Right. So I haven't bought it.
0: But I mean, like, when they released um, Twilight Princess on the Wii U, they released it for, like, $50 or so. And I could have bought it for $25
1: on the Wii. Yeah, but you would have to use motion control. You cannot... Do you, do you know me? Yeah, I know you, but I know me. The reason I almost... I tried to. I told you this. I tried to play Twilight Princess like three or four years ago okay. again. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. But in that case, then you could just buy it on the GameCube. No, the GameCube copies are super expensive. Are I really? tried to buy one. Interesting. It was like $120. I was like, I don't care that much. I'll just play on the Wii. And I played two hours and I was like, I don't care enough. I'd rather buy a Wii U All you, you have to do is thing. shake it. I know, but like, you can't just... I couldn't sit there and play the game for, like, five hours and be like... I played through it both on the Wii and the and the Wii U. I, I, I didn't mind. I played through it on the Wii when I was a kid, and I want to play through it again, but I just don't own a Wii U. I think it's just time for me to buy a Wii U. You know what's gonna happen? This is what's gonna happen. No, 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 look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm gonna buy a Wii U, and then in the, the day after, the day after, Tokyo Mirage vs. Violet M. Sharp is gonna come... The announced for switch. I will die. What is this? It's a Wii U. Why is it six hundred dollars? I've heard that this actually is true that like it's Wii's like are kinda hard bundle. to get. Oh uh, no,
0: a... no, there's cheaper ones. I found cheaper ones. Oh, okay. There's one for one fifty. They're either going for around the one fifty to two hundred range.
1: Sweet. Yeah, maybe I'll pick one up one day. I'll come home one day and my girlfriend be like, What is this in this box? And I'll be like not not a Wii U. I'll tell you that much. It's just like as much as it's I'm not like, I want to buy a Wii U, I'm like, why would I, why coming, would I buy a Wii U? Coming from
0: the Wii U's biggest fan, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly. And like, I'm not saying it's not worth it because it's a bad system. I'm saying it's not worth it because you're not going to play that many games on it. Yeah,
1: though. like, on the heels of our last week's discussion, like, outside of the games that we talked about that we said wouldn't come to Switch, like, what else would I play? This. Yeah. Like, but I'm assuming like, Twilight Princess will be re released again at some point in the so, near future. Some, not in the near future, but someday. Yeah. Well, eh, No, not. definitely not in the near future. I was surprised that it came out as early as it did for the Wii U, I'm gonna be honest. Well,
0: that's just cause that's the next one that was in line.
1: Yeah. I guess. But I'm, anyway, we're yeah. getting so We're getting really crazy off, off topic, topic all all day today. Uh
0: next up is next. Paladin's FP download is now uh, available. Paladin's free to play, Matthew. Free to play
1: download.
0: <laughs> Matthew, fa- Matthew does not know how to
1: read the show notes. Um, so Paladins is currently now hit it's free to play. So this was like you could buy the Founders Edition for $30. But as of I guess two days ago, it's now in the full free to play mode. If you're interested, go download on the eShop. And also, um, if you go online to the Paladins website, there's a bunch of things like if you link your Facebook account, or a couple other things to your to your Paladin's profile. You get a bunch of free skins. So if you like the game, do that because you get free skins. I feel like my strat not not that I'm into this genre of games, but like
0: I feel like my strategy would be try the free to play version. And if I liked it, I'd go get the thirty dollar version.
1: Yeah, although this game is notorious for having a couple um, not so great business practices. So. Oh, really? Yeah, I would probably only play free to play. Yeah, I I mean I'm not gonna play it anyway. But yeah. interesting, interesting. Um, so Pokemon Go, I just wanted to bring this up that we were wrong because we can't be right about Pokemon Go, Matt. Yeah, we can't. We, <laughs> we can't were like, right it's gotta
0: to be Regirock. Yet. Why do we were, to be Registeel? We were very ready for Regirock and Registeel came out for us. Yep. But that's fine. Yep. Registeel's cool. Registeel's yeah. great. And then just a couple of the quick things. Yeah, we'll be out soon. Um, So, lucky Pokemon are now a thing and there was a crazy duck hunt. Not duck hunt. Goose chase. Goose chase. Jeez, are you, you okay? No, I'm clearly not. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. But, um... <laughs> But, uh, so, like, the couple days before it, Niantic was teasing it, and everyone was trying to figure out, like, what this crazy puzzle was gonna be, and it was so funny. But lucky Pokemon are here now, and basically what happens is sometimes when you trade a Pokemon, both Pokemon in the trade will become lucky. It can't happen just one, it will always be both. Uh, basically what it is, is it will raise the IVs, or low. I mean, hypothetically, but, basically, lucky Pokemon have a, f- have a floor IV of 10 for each stat. So and it's, it's of just line? like, out of 15. Thank you. It's out of 15. It's just like Raid Pokemon. So I think it's like 70% that the minimum possible IV amount could be, up to 100. Um, they have discounted Stardust. Yeah, so they're cheaper to power up. Right. We don't know exactly what the odds are. I was, I've was been reading a ton about this because I, I like this kind of stuff about the game and I really want to know. And basically what people are finding is there's a couple theories uh some people think the first 3 trades with a trainer are guaranteed. But that I mean that that's just what I read. It may very well have already been blown out, obviously not that. Um some people are saying that you have a cap of 3 per day with someone or just 3 in general, 3 lucky trades per day with another trainer. But that was already debunked. Some okay. people are saying it's 5. I don't know if that's been debunked yet. Uh, some people are saying that you've got diminishing returns on them. The more you trade, the less likely it is. Some One person reported they did 100 trades. Out of those 100 trades, they had 9 lucky Pokemon. Interesting. So some people are like, maybe it's around 10%. Uh, we also know that the older the Pokemon is, the higher the chance. Yes. So la- last night, my friend and I tested it out, and I gave him an uh, Arcanine from 2016. And he gave me a Delcatty. And delcatty has been in the game since sometime this year. And so they were both lucky. Because what it does is it takes the average of the two times. Oh, okay, And it cool. uses that. Sweet. So, like, I mean, if I took a Pikachu that I caught day one, and you gave me your Alolan Marowak, not that you have one, but hypothetically, they have a much
1: higher chance of being lucky. You don't know if I don't have a Alolan Marowak. I
0: do, because you were just complaining to me that you haven't found
1: one. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, also last weekend was the Zapdos raids. I uh, hope you guys got out and got some Zapdos. It was a lot of fun. Um, I was bummed that my good friend Matt couldn't join us. But, I couldn't. But I traded him a Zappy Boy, and he had not has a Zappy Boy. I did. I did do one
0: on the boardwalk because oh, right, did? As,
1: right as they hatched, I got into one, and like nine people got in there, so
0: I did get that one. Okay, good. So you got a couple. I did. It wasn't. It was like seventy. It were sixty to eighty. Okayies. But I got one. So. Cool. Um, but yeah, that's that. Uh, next one, you want to talk about this? Yes, uh, by the time you listen to this, Go Vacation will be out. So go and get it, if you want it. If you want it. <laughs> so, like, the reviews are coming out, and they're literally, like, what they were years ago when it came out on the Wii. People are saying they did a horrible job updating it. Uh, not like, not necessarily, it's HDified. it looks nice, it looks pretty, the game is just... Like it, still a it Wii works game. fine. It's still a Wii game. It works just fine. Um things about the world like animals don't don't like see you at all. They'll just keep walking. Okay. And they'll just bump into you and things will bump into you. And there's no like animations or anything when things bump into you, which is very it's very clunky like that. Okay. The presentation is very clunky. Um the minigames, there's over fifty minigames, right? I think it is fifty. It is fifty minigames. There are a handful of them that you will go back to with friends. Okay. But I mean like A handful out of 50 is still a good amount. Yeah, depending on how long each minigame is. You know what I mean? Uh, So I do hear it's fun. It's a nice
1: time. And basically, what people are saying is it's a good appetizer for Mario Party come October. Yeah. Um, I am not. I was thinking about picking up this game. I am no longer. um, Just because, listen, when I play multiplayer games, it's almost exclusively with Matt. So, and I mean... And Matt buys every multiplayer game. Matt buys so. every multiplayer game. So, it's like, unless I want to play it with, like, my family or my roommates on the regular, I'm not going to buy it. So, like, that's why I have Jackbox. Because Jackbox, right. I can play with anybody. But, uh, you know, I'm kind of just like, oh, I'll, pa- I'll pass on this one. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm definitely going to get this. And I'm sure by next episode, Mike and I will have played a, a bunch of it. I so hope so. So, we will let you know.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: The next next one is all you. Next one's me. So I believe this will also be live by the time you hear this episode. But Xenoblade Chronicles Two has a patch. Um, Some of the new, some of the DLC content that's been rolling out is in this. There's a couple new quests. Um, They added costumes in the last update for the main characters. There's new costumes. Um, A lot of people were complaining that some of them were just a lot of palette swaps, and apparently these will not just be palette swaps, which is kind of cool. One of the things that I really like is um, so in the last discussion. Um, What are you doing? Get rid of the Pokemon trailer. Okay. Okay. You have to do a lot of editing on this one. I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay. Um, last time that we had a Xenoblade Chronicles 2 update, the big cool thing was there was this new arena mode, and you could get Shulk and Fiora from Xenoblade Chronicles 1 as blades, which is really cool. And there is a way to get them out of that world and use them in the overworld and in the main game. And, um, with the new update, if you have one of them in your party and you fight against one of the unique monsters in the game, it will play They Will Know Our Names instead of the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 unique boss monster music. Oh, cool. Which is, like, something small, but I really like that song, that's so like, that's, that's fun. Um, and the last big thing is that they're adding the difficulty settings. So there's custom difficulty settings and hard mode, which is good if you're interested in New Game Plus. You can play New Game Plus on hard mode. Um, but that's kind of cool. You I know? think. I
0: mean, as someone who hasn't beaten the game once, that would make me interested in going back into a, a new game. Plus, you know, when I played through The Witcher three for the third time, I actually did it on the Death March mode. <laughs> you know how long I d- I spent. Damn! On, look at that wall <laughs> on, on my first save file of The Witcher three. How long, Matt?
1: Three hundred hours. Wow, that's like three playthroughs of Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> two. You jerk. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, if, if you care about Xenoblade Chronicles, uh, Golden Torna, this is gonna get your appetite whetted. Yeah, it's pretty- I mean, it's cool. It's yeah. definitely cool. Um, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but I think it actually happened last week. Uh, WarioWare Gold, the demo is available in US. And you played it? Uh, I did not yet play it. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I want to, but I haven't. Did you download it? No, I haven't really opened my 3DS. Yeah, actually, I? I opened my 3DS and I got a shiny- um, I I hard reset oh, shiny Zygarde to get good IVs, and then I then I stopped. Playing. But it comes with a bottle cap. Yeah, but I just I wanted to give it the good natures, like the IVs I don't oh, care okay. about. But it's really like getting it. It had to be added. God. No, the, the nature I get, with the IVs yeah. anyway. Uh,
0: all right, this is something that I'm really excited about. I don't I'm know just if... confused. Are you confused? All right, That's the word all right, you use. better uh, you better rev your engines because Nicktoons Racing is coming out for the Nintendo Switch. October 23rd is the tentative date for this game. No, it's a tentative date because I wasn't sure. So no, I no, quit... from what I heard, it's tentative. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, this is just, yeah. What's wrong? I mean, I'm just like, what year is it? I'm so, and they, they have, like, retro Nicktoons games. Well, do yeah. you remember way back, I think we reported on it, way back when THQ or someone was like, we're going to start making more Nicktoons games, Nickelodeon games. So, I mean, here you go. Here's the first one of those. Yeah. And they showed... Who did they show? They showed Spongebob. Spongebob's there, and Spongebob's friends. Tommy from Rugrats is there, so I'm sure his friends will be there. Hey Arnold and Olga. Yeah. have Or Helga. Was it Helga? Helga. Helga, Helga Pataki. I love that show. They're there. Uh, The Teenage Mutant... Not the current, really gross Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but... No, I saw... I thought they were the gross, new Teenage Mutant No, Ninja they're Ninja the shows.
1: one before this, which looked cute. Okay. I didn't realize there were so many iterations, but...
0: Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I used yeah. to love Teenage Mutant Ninja turtles, and uh, Anyway. Don't get them started. Yeah, don't get me started. But, uh, so I think that's really
1: cute, and I'm really excited to play this. I'm interested. Is it's it also o- only $40. Yeah, but it's a kart racer, and I'm pretty particular about my racing games. I'll play it with you, but I'm not going to buy it. I'm so, I'm so excited for this game. Yeah. It's just, I mean, the nostalgia is
0: 100% feeling this game. It's like, Oh, 100%. It's like, I will play this game a ton just for the nostalgia, but then, like, when it comes down to it, Mario Kart's always going to be there. Yep, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's hard to beat Mario Kart. It, it's not. It's not going to beat Mario Kart, but I'm very excited for this game, and I'm sure people will love to play this game just because of the characters that are in it. Yeah. All right, What else? I personally am hoping for season three of The Last Airbender, Zuko, because that's <laughs> the be only cool. character I will play. All right, but All right. Um... I didn't realize you had a pink gold peep. <laughs> anyway, next up, Nintendo's online subscription is officially available for pre-order on Amazon, because you need to pre-order an online subscription.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, like, um, <laughs> did you, like, I want you to hear what you just said and just, like, play it back for me.
0: Yeah, I know, it's it's a little weird, but, uh, there you go, if, if, if that's your thing, go for it. Yeah. Now this last, this last piece of news is is just for Mike.
1: Yeah, I'm curious what this is, I'm confused. You did didn't see this? No. Uh, Nintendo for,
0: so they've They've done quite a bit of the music for Super Smash Ultimate already, as you'd expect. Yes. And they released a F Zero medley. Okay. It's just a cute little. It's it's just a cute little medley that I'm sure will be in uh, Super Smash.
1: Yeah. It's uh. I, I, did I send you that meme the other day? That was uh. Oh, that's cool. Um. Did I send you that meme the other day that says that uh, when Smash Ultimate comes out, um. Captain Falcon will have been in more Smash games than F Zero games. Love it, I love that. Uh, last
0: week we, when we were talking about the direct, there w- I, like we were running out of time, so I kind of I mean we're running out of
1: time this week, but whatever. Um, uh, this episode is just this episode of this point. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. From what we're seeing and how much crap we're pulling out of this episode, <laughs> I don't know how far or our, far we aren't, but we're you know. Anyway, um,
0: so one of the things that was said for that. Star Fox game was that it is heavily inspired by f-zero
1: you just you just want to make me upset. no way,
0: mike i i do have a question because like I, I read that and it got me thinking like so let's say a game comes out that like it is for all intents and purposes it is f-zero it plays like f-zero it's a racing game like f-zero it's it play it, it is f-zero
1: but it's not called f-zero is that upsetting to you? No, we already have that. I already have hour RMX. Okay. So like, but then like why is this the issue? Because it make me sad cuz it would be like Nintendo's officially said, "You know what? No, sorry Captain Falcon, you're just a smash character forever." Well, um but yeah, so that's that's it for the
0: news. And yeah. now we have our main discussion of yeah. um another thoughtful looking back
1: yeah, so we usually, me, me and Matt like to keep it pretty optimistic on this show, generally speaking, and I think it's one of the things that makes our uh, our podcast kind of fun. You know, we keep it we keep it light, we keep it optimistic, generally speaking. Most of the time. But, uh, but today we're not talking so optimistically, Matt, are we? Nah, today is today's the day to talk about games we wish we didn't buy. Yep, so uh, our rule was we had to keep it on Switch, because there's a couple 3DS games that I bought recently that I would wish I hadn't. <laughs> But, oh, we're uh, talking about Switch. We're talking about Switch games. So Matt, you want to take your first one? I have three. How many do you have? Um, so I have four, but I'll pick one that I don't want to pick. Okay,
0: my first game. Sad to me to say it, but it's Sushi Striker. Understandable. So, it, uh, like, to so, so walk me through why why you are upset. You remember how excited I was for Sushi Striker? You right? were very excited. And we we have talked and talked and talked about Sushi Striker. Matt, we said we would stop three talking about episode, Sushi Striker. We stuck on <laughs> Sushi Striker for like three episodes straight. But here it is again. I just. Uh, it's one of those cases where presentation does not make a good game. You know, presentation and story are great, and I think story is very important. I used to say story is the most important part to a game. You like, also said it two period. weeks ago. We End talked about this. Did I say that? Or yes! I say it's one of you,
1: you, you said, You, I, I remember looking at, at, in this chair, you're looking at me saying, I think the story, in 2018, story is the most important part did of I a game. Did I say that? Did I say it like that? You, Definitely well, said it like that. Excuse me. Go listen to episode eleven. No, you're probably right. Or twelve. This is thirteen. <laughs> yeah, no. Last week we talked about it differently. Oh, Okay. Move okay. along. I'm done talking about this game. <laughs> anyway,
0: you know, story cannot cannot sail a boat on its own.
1: All right. That's. I'll leave it at that. Okay. We talked about Super so Yeah. We don't need to say anything else. And I would agree with this one. Um, it wasn't on my list, but it was definitely on a short list. My my next one is something I talked about a little bit uh, on the podcast. And that is uh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2. Uh, you know, it looks like it was a lot of fun. I've never really played one of these Lego games before. And I actually still own it. Because one day I want to sit with Matt. And I want to just play through some of the game with local I'll do co-op. I'll But, uh, you know... The, the last LEGO game was LEGO City Undercover that came to the Switch, and that game was notoriously bad for its port job. It was like, the load times are incredibly slow, and the game doesn't really function the way it's supposed to. But I've heard that LEGO games are so much, like, fun, so I figured, hey, it's Marvel, let me try it. And I played, like, probably two or three hours before I was like, I'm really not into this. Um, I would like to give it another shot, but I just felt like it was... Either I'm not the target market, or maybe the LEGO games aren't for me, but I was a little... I was... More than anything, I was disappointed because I was really excited about getting this game. I got it around Christmas time along with Skyrim, and I knew I wasn't going to play a lot of Skyrim. But I, uh, I I said, this game too, and I was like, uh, just, you know, just eh.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've gotten a bunch of, of LEGO games over the years. I remember I loved the LEGO Indiana Jones games when they came out. And I loved the LEGO Pirates of the Caribbean when it came out. If I went back and I played them today, I don't know how I'd feel about them. Uh, I remember when the PlayStation 4 first came out, I got the first LEGO Marvel Super Heroes, and me and my one friend played through that game, and it, that was a ton of fun. But, I mean, I do know that the, the LEGO games, for the most part, are hit or miss. You know, they're either really good, or they're just uh, I'm doing the same thing 50,000 times. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's what you get for a LEGO game. Yep. So my second one is... something that I'm not sure I necessarily, necessarily regret buying, but... No, wait, let me rephrase that. I'm sorry. It's something I'm not necessarily upset that I own. I'm upset that I
1: spent money to buy it. And what is that? 1-2 Switch. You know, Matt, I didn't put it on my list, but wow, I know that feel. Yeah, um, it's like, I don't know. I, I do
0: like it for what it is. It's cute. It it's is fun. cute. I spent a lot of hours playing it. But I wish I... I split it with my roommate at the time. Yeah, that's
1: a thing. You, even like, didn't, you didn't even pay full price. I, put, I did. I did half
0: price, so, like... But still, I'm like, I didn't have to pay for this game. And I, I like, understand business-wise why they made it that you had to buy the game.
1: Yeah. I just, knowing what I know about the game now, I probably wouldn't have bought the game... When the Switch first came out, yeah, probably not. I mean, there's that rush in the beginning, right? That you want to buy the new games for the new system that you just bought. Right, and it was it, like, it was that, and it was that I wanted to play with other
0: people, and I wanted other people to start liking the Switch. So, like, when yeah. we found other games, people would be
1: down to play them. And in that respect, I feel like it did what it was supposed to do. It just it loses its luster so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, actually, because I, I, pl- I own the One Two Switch, and I played it with you. But it's actually, like, I've only really, like, played it played it two or three times, but those times were a lot of fun. I played it with my sister, who's uh, who at the time was 12 or 11. No, she was 11 when the Switch came out. She was 11, so it was a game that her and I could play a lot together, because it was, like, goofy and simple. Um, and I played it with my mother when uh, she had just come out of the hospital. She had surgery for something, and she and her and I were hanging out, and she couldn't really do much. So I said, oh, you want to play this game? Count the marbles with me. And she thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh it's a really cool idea. I think if you could buy it for even like half the price, like not twenty dollars, but maybe like fifteen dollars, I think it would be. I would pick it up. But wow, it was not worth the price tag. Not neither was forty. Was it was, 40, it was fifty? Right? I think fifty. I think it was fifty. Wow. No, not worth that. Yeah, not worth fifty. But I I, I but... respect that decision. Um, next one I want to talk about is kind of lands in a similar boat. It's a game that I purchased. It's a game I enjoyed but the way I purchased it, I wish I hadn't. Um, and that game is actually Axiom Verge. So, Axiom Verge came out on the Wii U, it came out on PC, and I heard a lot of good things about it. I heard good things from you, heard good things about it from, like, you know, reading reviews, and some of the people I follow on Twitter really like this game, and they're like, it's one of the best Metroidvanias since, you know, Return of Sam, not Sam's Returns, that that one was actually not very good until the DS came out. <laughs> um, They said, uh, Super Metroid. It's like, it's like, it's almost as good. Or somebody will say, it's better than Super Metroid, which most people are like, that's the best, you know, Metroidvania. So I said, okay, let's do it. And I bought the physical edition. And I like physical copies of the game. And it only came in a special edition version for $40. And it came with a making of DVD. It came with a poster that on the back was a map. And it came with a couple of cool little, you know, tchotchke kind of things. Not like anything super big. But I enjoyed the game. But the game was over in about 10 hours. And I'm not... I'm not one of those people who says, wow, a game has to be X amount of hours long for me to enjoy it. Because, like, I've dropped 50 hours on Sonic Mania, and I can beat that game in about an hour and a half. But it's a game that I enjoyed, and I would probably go back to play maybe once or twice, but I don't think I'll ever do it again. Um, if, if a second time. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, I remember Samus Returns was quite the short game also. It was, but I felt like it had the production values and I enjoyed the experience and it stayed with me more. So you say you didn't enjoy the experience to Axiom Verge? I didn't enjoy it as much as I was hoping I would. I thought it was a very good game. It was designed in that theme very well, but I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to move on. I think, here's my opinion. There's three kinds of indie games.
0: There's the indie games that no one really talks about that could be good. There's the indie games that are really good, and it's like, wow, nice. And there's the indie games that are just overhyped. And I think Axiom Verge is one of those indie games It's like, it's good. It's definitely
1: good, but it is so overhyped. I think it's really good for what it is, but what it is isn't always super appealing. Like, I love Metroidvania. You know, like, I I just dropped so many hours into Hollow Knight, and I think Hollow Knight's incredible. But... It was a really good Metroidvania, but it didn't really do anything a Metroidvania hasn't done. And I guess that's where I kind of land. You know what, Mike? What?
0: That leads perfectly into what my number th- my number one is. What's your number one? Can you guess it? Uh, if, if it's something... Wait, what did I just say? What did I just say? You said that for that genre. Okay. What are you going to tell we'll me? Discover. You're going to make me sad. That's all I know. All right. So this last I own on my Switch, to be honest, full full disclaimer, full disclosure, I did not purchase this game. Mike gave this game to me as a gift. Blossom Tales. Aww. So, here's my thing, okay? I, I was looking forward to this game, I was really excited. I was like, oh man, it's based off one of your favorite game series, based off Legend of Zelda, it's based off a Link to the Past. Yeah, it is! And Link to the Past is a much better game. Touche. And it's like, here's my thing, okay? It's like, like Axiom Verge with the Metroidvania genre, Blossom Tales doesn't really do anything new other than add a, a funny narration. And other than that, there's nothing, like, crazy about it. I'm like, wow, that is different. For the most
1: part, the dungeons were pretty lame, in my opinion. They were very limited. They I wouldn't were... say... I'd say you never got to a point where you're, like, you know, like, throwing your controller against the wall frustrated. But because of that, they didn't make the dungeon super difficult. Right.
0: And, like, that was annoying. And sometimes the dungeons were just frustrating, just because, like, the way they were formed. I remember the fire dungeon, especially to me. Because you had these little hoppy guys all over the
1: place, and it was just annoying to kill them all without them just smacking you around all over the place. I get that. That's why, um, in the fire dungeon, I got I got the you know the magic spell that you like stop the ground. Yep. I just I just always had that on and every time I watched a room. Bam 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 get bam out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just
0: annoying, and I don't know. It's like it was a charming game. It was a cute game. Does nothing different and. For the most part, I was kinda of bored the whole way through. Aw, I'm sorry. I bought you that game. I, no, I'm so, no, I don't be don't like apologize. I am glad I played the game. Okay.
1: It's not I still wouldn't call it a bad game. I would call it one of those games that is overhyped. I would say, yeah, it was fun, but it was it's a little forgetful. I you know, like I look at it when I see it on my switch, I'm like, oh that game's cute, I like that. But I mean, here's the thing. I would probably go back and play that before I'd go back and play Axiom Verge. But I think that's just because I didn't play Link to the Past. I played Link Between Worlds once, and I never played Link to the Past. And that's probably why, because it's just, like, still, still maybe, more fresh Maybe,
0: Maybe one day we should sit down, and I'll speedrun A Link to the Past. Well, I have a Super
1: Nintendo in there. We can play it. I, I don't see why not. I love A Link to the Past. Uh, yeah, I-, I will say that, like, in that respect, Axiom Verge, kind of the same same ideas here. But uh, I- I'm more okay with, that, with Blossom Tales, because I only spent $15 on it. Well, actually, no. Technically, I spent thirty dollars on it because I bought it twice. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. But yeah,
0: that's that's my last game. Is again, it's not that it's a bad game necessarily. It's just if you haven't played a Link to the Past or you haven't played any of those top-down Zelda games, you're gonna you're gonna really like um, Blossom Tales. But it is very similar to those games. It doesn't really do anything different from those games. And there, there are other games in that genre that are very good which more or less fall into the same boat as Blossom Tales. Some some I enjoy quite a bit, but... Yeah. It's ra- it's around that for that genre, you know? Zelda almost has that genre unlock, in my opinion. In my
1: biased opinion, I guess, but... Yeah, you know what I would do for Blossom Tales? If I had, like, a kid who had never played a Zelda game before... Yeah! I would have them play Blossom yeah, Tales. Yeah,
0: that's a great idea.
1: I like that. It's a good entryway to that genre. To, right. But Axiom Verge isn't that for Metroid. Match- <laughs> no. <laughs> uh... Okay, my last game um, is actually kind of funny because, like, both of us had games. The first game we talked about was a game that we just, like, we were upset that we bought. And then we both had a game that we were upset that we played because it didn't do anything different. And then we both are having a game that we're upset that we bought, but we kind of only bought because it was the beginning of the Switch's lifespan and we thought we'd have time to play it in that new buying game hype. The it's game of the wild, isn't it? You know, I was going to say Breath of the Wild, but um, I'm not even that mean, despite you being really mean to me all all this episode. No, the game I'm talking about is actually The Binding of Isaac. I love The Binding of Isaac. Okay, the original game I bought on a Steam sale for $2, and I've clocked about 120-something hours in it on Steam. Binding of Isaac um, Rebirth was the remade version of it with GBA-style graphics and a lot of new content, new bosses, new enemies, new people you can play as. And it was really fun. And I dropped another, like, 150 hours into that version on Steam. And I bought this game, and I was really excited. But the thing is, is, first off, I put a lot of time into this game already, so I didn't find myself being like, oh, I am going, I gotta go play Binding of Isaac. I also didn't buy it physical, so it's not like I could just be like, oh, you know, I just got a bunch of moons in Mario Odyssey, or I've been playing Zelda for, like, you know, three hours. Let me just go play one run of Binding of Isaac, and I'll stop. No, I didn't, like, you know, switch it. Which is fine, but, you know, some, sometimes hurts you a little bit. And the last thing is, is this game comes with the two expansions for um, for Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Afterbirth and Afterbirth Plus. And those add a lot of new items and a lot of new content. But my brother's played more of this game. Like, to combine, I think he's played like 700 hours of Binding of Isaac. Oh and I have to agree with him after playing this. When you get to this point... There's so many items and there's so many things that, like, it kind of almost ruins the experience. Like, for example, example, in Binding of Isaac, there are pills that you can get. And um, the pills usually give you a good thing, a bad thing, or some kind of, like, nothing effect. By the time you get all the expansions in, there are so many pills, it's so confusing. Because, like, in a run, there's, like, four or five different pill colors... And in that run, like, for example, the yellow pill will always do the same thing. Every time you get the yellow pill, that's what it will do. But with all these expansions, you have a lot more pill colors. And there are so many weird effects that, generally speaking, you can do an entire run where you're like, okay, there are seven different pill colors, but they all don't do anything. So it's not even worth it for you to, like, take the risk and try it. Or the ones that the new bad ones added were so bad that, like, it's... it's, The game is so much about risk and reward, but you're like, I'm not risking that. It's not worth it for me to risk Mm -hmm. that. And then there are so many items that, you know, there's so many cool items that are good and bad, and you get these really weird broken combinations. But it's harder to do that when there's just so many items that you might never see an item just because, guess what? There's, like, 200-something items in the game, and it started with 100, you know? I could always kind of count on getting a reasonable weapon, but guess what? There's so many, like, there's, like, the poop, which just drops a piece of poop, and the the, the yellow liquid that when you, get something, when you get something, you pee, and the pee doesn't really do it. It just slows down enemies and do anything. And then you can get the 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 item that drops the pills, which then, with all these pill problems, is not going to do <laughs> it. And you can just hit these runs where, like, you're just going to be stuck doing nothing because when you're playing the base game, yeah, there's, like, three or four items that don't do much, but at least there's only four or five of them, where, like, there's almost too much content and the odds are against you, and there's no way to turn it off. And if there was a way to turn it off, I'd be a lot more forgiving, but it, there isn't. And it's, like, really hurts the game. I've probably... Outside of Minecraft, which is kind of an honorable mention, but that's for different reasons I didn't play a lot of that, that is probably my least played Switch game, and it's really unfortunate. Interesting. Interesting. Because it's such
0: a good game. Because I was thinking you were going to go for a totally different reason, because I, I have a, one friend who, like, he still plays the game all the, like, he played the game day one, The Binding of Isaac originally came out on Steam, and he still plays it a ton today, like, on a Switch. He's obsessed with it. He loves the game. It's a really good game. He loves that, like, randomization of the game. Like, I I understand how that might get annoying to to some people. Well, it's not that
1: there's randomness as bad. It's just there's too much. Right. Where, like, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm going to get a good item and then a bad item. I'm just going to get, like, 16 mediocre items and then I'm just not going to win.
0: I get how some people wouldn't like that. I get how you wouldn't like that. I don't know if I would like that, honestly. I mean, I was never a crazy fan of Biting Advisor to begin with. Yeah. But... I thought you were gonna be like, there's too many
1: games to play and I've already put so many hours into Binding of Isaac. Well, and that didn't help either. That's the thing, I'm like, I don't like it because of that, but like, then even more so than that, it's not a version of the game I've played. You have to to play. you have to
0: think if you had played if this was the first time you played Binding of Isaac, would you feel the same way?
1: I feel that I probably would have put more hours into it, but this was my first experience with this plus the expansions, and I think I would have gotten I would have been like, I'd rather play the original Binding of Isaac. And if I hadn't played the original Binding of Isaac first, I'd probably be like, this is interesting, but I'd get bored because I'm like, there's too much randomness even for a randomly generated game. And, right. you know, that's the problem. Because, like, it, it, the DLC packs, they have so much good stuff, but there's just, there's no way to to cut down. And it's just like, you know, it's like imagining a game with every Pokemon in it. Like, in, in theory, that sounds great, but then it's just like, you'd be overwhelmed like pokemon. no i don't think so because imagine like a small a small game with every pokemon in it you would just be like well there's no oh, way i mean I could... small game sure that would yeah. Work. imagine when like it's imagine be... it's kanto but it's got like, all just kanto's got all 800 all 800, some 800 pokemon. pokemon like you it would be overwhelmed you're like this is just dumb yeah that that would be absurd yeah and that's that's where i land okay that's fair uh but yeah anything else you want to talk about no that's that's it Those i have the... one honorable mention because you said it? i can't talk about 3ds games I okay, need this. I, I gotta say it. Okay. Okay, I really like trading cards. I'm really a big fan of Magic: The Gathering. I'm a really big fan of board games. I really like video games. I like video games you can play on the go. So when Cold for Revolt came out on the 3DS, I was so excited. It was a day one purchase. If I don't like it, I don't know who does. That. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, buddy. I'm sorry, okay, buddy. I just, I just wanted to say it out loud. It makes me feel I've heard,
0: out. I've heard Mike rant about this so many times.
1: It's just it had so much potential. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. It's okay. All right. Well, anyway, um, other than Fortune Street, I think we're pretty much done. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fortune Street's better.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's that's it for for that discussion. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, let us know if
1: there's any games on the Switch that you are a little upset that you bought. Yeah. And uh, don't say Mario plus rabbits, even though you. you it, uh, hold on, don't say it spitefully because <laughs> you could <can> say <laughs> or, it. Just, or there's... Xenoblade, Blade, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but um, oh,
0: you know there is, mm, there is like is a game and there isn't a game. I mean, it was two dollars fifty cents. Oh, what and are I, are I you feel talking like about? I got my joy out of the game. It's called Pirates. It's this weird <laughs> ship game. If you're um, if you're a little not, uh, uh... You're not in your best mind. If you're not in your best mind... uh, That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. It might be interesting then, but otherwise... Yes.
1: Uh,
0: so yeah. Mike, uh, you got a fun fact for us?
1: Yeah, I actually do have a fun fact. (laughs) It's actually pretty funny. So, um, mine is to... If... Even if you're wearing headphones, um, just always be sure to check your sound before you watch memes. There was a thing on Twitter today, and I'll show it to you after this. Um, and... It got really loud at one point, and even though I had headphones on, I, like, blasted my ear. And, like, nobody was around, thankfully, but I was like, ooh, this would be really bad if someone was here. <laughs> um, I don't want to spoil it for Matt, but, it yeah, that was mine. That's my that's my fun fact. Okay. It's more, like, more of fun advice, but you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, that's, that's fun advice. Yeah, uh, my fun fact is go look up Rosalina and Ganondorf. Because somebody modded Super Smash Bros. 4, so instead of Luma, you have a flying fairy Ganondorf. That is fantastic. Fighting with you. <laughs> and it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. That as someone who plays Rosalina and Luma quite a bit, I I want it so bad. <laughs> and one of the jokes that somebody put in it was like, see, who knew that when you attach Ganondorf to a star, he becomes good? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like Gettendorf, but, but yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna say you're wrong. <laughs> you're definitely right. That's
0: uh, that's it. Uh, right. Mike, uh, where can they contact us? Where can people uh, find
1: us? Uh, people can find us on Twitter, which I'm actually definitely not doing right now. Um, Twitter at Pink Gold Peeps. It's all one word. Uh, you can also find us on Gmail. You can send us a Gmail uh, a message at Pink Gold Peeps. Also, all one word at you mean gmail.com. Email? No, they can send us chat. You can do GChat. Oh yeah, g chat yeah. us, g chat us, or email us. That's also fine.
0: You, uh, Mike, and I may respond, or one of the other two people yeah. Maybe people you'll see that got forwarded
1: to Matt's personal email, and then I'll send you pictures of him crying. You yeah, said you were going to read know. all the hate mail. Yeah, you yeah, said that. exactly. I did. I did say I would read all the hate mail and yes. may not respond to it, but I will read it all. Yeah, uh, and then also. Uh, we, like Matt said, we are on iTunes now, so uh, leave a review if you want. You can leave a review on iTunes. So. You can leave a review. It's cool. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Oh, cool. I didn't know you could do that. I, I have an Android. Okay, I'm sorry. Mike doesn't know anything about anything that he doesn't own. Listen, listen, listen. I have an obsessive personality. I know. So, there's only to- so many hours in the day to obsess about the things I do have to deal with. Why would I obsess <laughs> about things I don't have time to deal with? Like, like... I know I'm crazy but like think about that logic In that sense it does kind of make a little bit of sense. But yeah anyway, if you
0: if you like this this wonderful show of mispronouncing words and getting off topic I just mispronounced those two words. And did. getting off topic and and all the fun stuff that happened tonight, then go ahead and give us a subscribe.
1: Yeah, we lo- we'd love to see it. So uh anyway, that's our show everybody. So uh, have a good night. Ciao.